What's going on, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of TXR. This is episode number 110. I am your host, Invader, and I hope all my friends in the U.S. had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Definitely been seeing a lot of good times being posted over social media. I also hope everyone stayed safe and sane during Black Friday, as we know how crazy people can get with the shopping deals. No need to tackle somebody for just you know, $5 off a Nintendo Labo. Just saying, guys. Just saying. Uh, for tonight's show, we've got a great set of topics lined up. But not only that, we are joined by a community member, passionate community member, by the name of Brennan Davis. He's joining us all the way from the UK. Welcome nice. to the show, Brennan. How's it going over there, bud? It's going good. How are you guys? Brennan, what, what time is it over there? It's right now 2 a.m. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, we're you're, two, uh, we're two minutes behind, so it's 2.02 now. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so uh, one thing I could, uh, you know, keep in mind here uh, of all the things I could say, you know, we could possibly wrong on some stuff here, right? Because we're not experts. I don't uh, speak know about for your, that. Speak for yourself, Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pressure. There's no. Pr there's no pressure here. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. Downers yeah. just let the fame go to his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What fame, buddy? I know. <laughs> just, speak, just speak how you I, feel. I, I appreciate. Uh, I appreciate that, guys, because you know this is my first uh, podcast ever. So. Yeah. Awesome. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the club, club, baby. Yes. Welcome to the party, pal. Soon you'll be uh, you'll be going to an anonymous uh, meeting saying that you do too many podcasts. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome, welcome to the world of podcasting, Brennan. We're glad to have you here. Thanks. Now on to introducing the panel, Tim Dog, my passionate Xbox friend. How was your Thanksgiving? It was pretty good. Happy to be here. Another week, another uh, TXR. Uh, got a full crew here. Missing South. He's uh, out on the uh, boardwalk right now, selling selling something. Who knows? Uh, Skittles. So, yeah, he's he's eating Skittles. Um, but uh, yeah, happy to be here. Uh, thank you, uh, Brennan. Uh, you know, I'm your passionate guy in the community, uh, and uh, appreciate. Uh, happy to have you for the first podcast of uh, your life. Yeah, uh, it's pretty exciting. We'll talk a lot of stuff. Yeah, hopefully I get to talk a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well you I, mean, know, I got we'll some you a little bit. <laughs> All right, moving on here, Centurion, my friend. How are the festivities down in Arizona? Oh, they were awesome. We actually got some rain down here in the desert, so that was definitely a change. Um, Black Friday was eventful. Got myself some games and good deals. Bought myself a 12 terabyte hard drive for my Xbox. Oh, nice. nice. So I will never run out of data ever again. I need to get one of those, actually. Dude, oh my God. Now that I can, because I was having hard, I'm a game hoarder. So that thing has definitely opened up so now, many doors. Did for you me. get it on Amazon? How much did you buy it for? I bought it for 180 from Best Buy. From Best Buy. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, I don't know if it's still on sale or not, but I mean, like, I, 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 I'm not big on online ordering. I like to be able to walk into the store and buy it. Call me weird. Nah. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Instant gratification. Was it crowded that day? 
<laughs> oh yeah, no, me and my wife are oh. diehard uh, Black Black Friday is actually mellowing out. You can even see that in like a lot of the news articles. People are staying home and ordering online. But oh, yeah. the, oh, dude, not this time. But uh, I remember one year we went to a Walmart and we weren't even there for anything specific. We were there as spectators, and as soon as it hit time. The crowd went nuts. Uh, the display of Xbox and PlayStation games got lifted off the floor, and it started crowd surfing. It, and it's a cardboard display, so it decided to break into a million pieces. Games went everywhere. And about that time, security started screaming at people, and me and my wife were just standing in the background laughing our ass off. Well, for those who have been a part of Black Friday, it's nuts. It's like free-for-all. Oh, it is. I'm going to get to the item first. I'm going to push out of the way. Yeah, the store I, I uh, went through, yeah, it, it it was crowded. I'll give you that. Maybe now, they I don't just care. do it differently in other parts of the world. I mean, the uh, well, United I, I just States, because they Matt have lines Pis out here. I just saw Matt Piscatella's uh, picture of a GameStop, and there was like two people in line for that. Where in UK or in the in New York? In the, no, it's GameStop. Uh, GameStop. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's yeah. GameStop is American. Okay. <laughs> he uh, lives in America. Is, GameStop's international, actually. They, they go by it. so oh, many names. Not in the UK. Yeah. I don't think they're in the UK. It's, no. it's yeah. They have they have EB Games, and then they have uh, I forgot the other name of it, but yeah, yeah. They're they're international. They have some in the UK. Right, right uh, but the stores yeah. here are called Game, just right. Game. Mm -hmm. uh, Megatron, how's things over there? Did you grab your sandwich? No, because they're closed. Wow. <laughs> I pulled up the Popeyes. You guys can see it's probably crashing. <laughs> the lights are out. I'm like, yo, it's only 908. Nah, it was probably that, fuck, that fucking pick you were wearing in there. You scared them. <laughs> you know what? If you're after the oh. chicken sandwich, I think all bets are off. I think you could tear the place down if you wanted. Well, listen, let me tell you what. My Thanksgiving was okay. And uh, but the food was eh. so uh, I'm just here at Popeyes uh, to for nothing because they're closed. So I'm disappointed right now. So I guess, probably uh, sold out of those chicken burgers or whatever you want to call I, them. Yeah, I had one the other day. Reddit, never mind. What do you think? It was overrated, Tim. Was it overrated or was it good? That <laughs> no, was pretty good. It was, I have to say, it's, it's a good sandwich. All right. I mean, is it, do you want to like smash people in the face and get first in line for it? No, but it's it's definitely, uh, you know, comparing to the chicken sandwiches from fast food, I think it's the best one. Are sure. these are Popeyes really? all over back east over there? In New York, there is a lot. You New know? York, yeah, New Jersey, yeah, Down California. Here, man, I only know of one. Yeah, California. There's a few. There's a lot of Popeyes. Not here in Arizona. I only know of one. Weird. Even in Ontario here, we got a whole bunch. So, I'm pretty sure there's more than one here in Phoenix. But I mean, like, you literally got to go out of your way to find them. Yeah, well, I'm sure that they'll be growing out there too. All right, we hey. just got our first White Castle. <laughs> oh. uh, nice. Jeremy, you keeping warm over there in the mountains? Oh yeah, dude, it's cold here. Uh, my Thanksgiving was good. I ate so okay. I I lost 30 pounds when I moved over here. And I gain all that back on Thanksgiving. One day. <laughs> it's no longer lost. I found it. Exactly. Damn. You mm -hmm. hear me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What kind of a name is Jeremy, anyway? Sounds like a 90s British boy band's name. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty weak. Hey, Oi, can you hear me? Oi, I'm yeah. Jeremy. Let me, yeah. let me sing, you a, sing you a love song now. Oi. 
<laughs> yeah, Jared, we, we can hear you breathe. Too. Oh my god, horrible. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, let's move on to our first topic. And just so you know, uh, Southbound and Shock will not be able to make it tonight. Uh, they're both uh, helping Santa Claus out, getting ready for uh, you know the exciting December month, and. So going into our topic, and there's been a lot of ruckus on about Xbox head Phil Spencer's comments regarding VR for the Xbox. In a recent interview during the XO19 London event, Phil stated that, I have some issues with VR. It's isolating, and I think of games as a communal kind of together experience. We're responding to what our customers are asking for and going on further stating nobody's asking for VR. He continued stating that the vast majority of our customers know if they want a VR experience, there's places to go get those. We see those uh, those with the volumes on PC and other places. So definitely quite a few takeaways from those points guys it's interesting because at one point a few years ago xbox was teasing some kind of vr strategy that was when they announced and unveiled the project scorpio now the xbox one x and i did see some interest there for vr so i'm gonna open this up for discussion on how everyone feels about this but first i'll start with our guest brennan Brennan, how do you feel about Phil's statements? Uh, I think he is. Uh, I think he's perfectly right about this, uh, especially that uh, considering looking at the numbers right now, uh, VR has, you know, uh, gotten pretty much. Uh, how do you say a, a very low market in the past three years? Especially, you know, when we hear. Um, them announcing that the X will have higher fidelity VR. And that was back in June 2016, right? 2017. No, it's 2016. That okay. was when they unveiled the uh, Project Scorpio uh, name of the Xbox One X. And that that you're right, you're that right. video there, mm -hmm. where's the um, where that name was, Project Scorpio, he says high high fidelity VR. And then ever since then the PlayStation VR came out. That was back in, I think, October 2016. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, and I'm not, uh, you know, claiming this. I don't have inside insider info, but I think we can pretty much uh, guess this, uh, you know, based by our observations. They've kept a close eye on it since then, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, they have. I mean, yeah, so, so I think that, um, I mean, this is kind of, I mean, after looking through every conversation we're going through on Twitter, yeah, it's very, very heated. So, and mm -hmm. and especially talking about this right now, uh, I have seen like an article by our. Uh, I guess our a former friend, our former friend Crab Gamer, you know that guy, uh, who posted an article saying that there's all this money that they're missing out on VR, which is uh, two billion dollars in revenue, right, for PlayStation VR. And I'm not. Uh, that's in the article. It states all the revenue 
uh, for the hardware, which is, uh, I believe, is uh, totaled about $1.45 billion. Uh, these, are, these are money amounts from th three years ago, since VR came out, right? Right. That's what mm -hmm. the uh, oh. article says here. This is a this is an article that Crab Gamer posted. It's Road to VR. Uh, headline is Pressure Mounts for Xbox's Missing VR Strategy as PlayStation VR Revenue re Nears 2 Billion. And if I'm reading this correctly here, it says, uh, uh, let's see here. Yeah, basically... Uh, 4.2 million units have sold uh, since uh, March 25th of 2019. And the article has done some math here saying that uh, if we total the amount, you know, uh, first 2.1 million uh, at $300 uh, per unit, and then the and then the other half of the two point, uh, the other half of the four point two million units, which is another two point one million, at two hundred dollars per unit. Uh, totals. Let me see if I can uh, see that uh, on these on this article here. It says uh, uh, we can estimate that Sony has generated nearly one point five billion in revenue from PlayStation hardware. Uh, and the software revenue, this one talks about software revenue as well. Uh, Sony said it sold 21.9 million PSVR games, which is on average about 7.3 games per headset. Uh, let's see. And they also do uh, uh, some, some numbering around, but they've estimated about 30 million PlayStation VR games sold uh, to about $15 per title. That's uh, $460 million in revenue. And uh, keep in mind, this is still since uh, since PlayStation VR came out, right? Uh, 2016. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I well, kind of told, and I kind of... Uh, uh, tweeted to uh, Crap Gamer said, you know, I did some of the numbers myself. Uh, that's two billion dollars in just the past uh, three years. And uh, if you looked at uh, Sony's financial reports uh, on its gaming, its gaming uh, division, how much revenue it's generated, they've generated about fifty plus billion dollars in the past three years. And uh, what's two billion dollars out of fifty? I came up with the uh, with this. Uh, hopefully, it's a moniker that'll last. It's about uh, less than five percent of right. all the money involved. And uh, can you imagine how minuscule the uh, profit margins are associated with that two billion production costs? Mm -hmm. Research. Yeah. Well, I guess they're hoping to take the hit now and then, you know, slowly over time, it'll catch on, right? I guess that's what they're hoping. So, Brendan, let, me, re let me respond to that. There's a reason why supermarkets carry gluten-free products in the store. So, right. when you carry <laughs> gluten-free products, it's a, there's a small amount of people, small small percentage of people who actually come in and buy that. And they'll shop at your store 
based on whether or not you have gluten-free products. So for a company that prides themselves on options, mm -hmm. I think the messaging that Phil gave should have been just a little bit better because people way overreacted in this. <clears throat> I mean, when, when you hear, uh, quote-unquote, nobody is asking for VR and it's mm -hmm. isolating, put him, he put himself in a corner and the media and the public overreacted and they responded in kind. Now, I don't I think... Look, yeah. Hold on one second. I don't think he realized when he made those comments how much of an impact it would actually make. You know, imagine you're a VR customer. Imagine you're a developer and you heard Spencer say those words. How would that make you feel? So I think the messaging should have been a little bit better, uh, but because people absolutely went crazy with it. Now, let's say you're on the fence about buying VR. And that you're an average customer, you're going to go to PlayStation because it's accessible and because it's affordable. And it's just one more reason, Brennan, for people to own a PlayStation and for them to come and spend money on their platform. Mm -hmm. And for myself, would it be nice to have VR be compatible with Scarlet? Absolutely. You know, we'll have to wait and see. But I think people blew things out of but out of proportion. To be to be honest. So I want you guys to hear me out on this. So when, you know, when Phil took over, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of Japanese game. We didn't have a lot of the Asian market was relatively small. And he, I, Phil, Phil identified this. And he, what he did is he, he went to markets like, you know, Japan. He went to the, the EU and, and took a look at those kind of markets and, and brought those kind of games over to Xbox. Because there is a market for them, even though if it's small in the states, uh, especially uh, you know in, in our in our neck of the woods. I don't know how it is in in the EU, but I know there's a market for Japanese games, and he brought that to the U.S. And I think eventually, what he's going to do is he's going to bring VR to the Scarlet. I don't think he's I don't think he's playing all his cards all at once. It'll be smart for him to add an option for the. V for the VR, but I think the messaging should have been better. That's all. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But, and like, you know, like I said, there's a reason why supermarkets carry gluten-free products in their aisles. I see. The only thing is with that is there's people who are allergic to gluten. You know, if somebody doesn't get mm -hmm. VR, they're not going to die. Actually, actually, it's the opposite. We'll just throw out. <laughs> I, that kind of relates to how... Uh, it, largely inaccessible VR can be to a lot of people, especially those who are uh, physically disabled, who can't stand up and uh, and uh, cannot move around as much. Right. Even right. with uh, Jim Sterling, uh, I, I noticed his oh, comments about okay. that. He but couldn't move around as much because uh, he's got a herniated uh, yeah, but disc. Li but listen, that's not VR's fault. It's the developer's fault. VR is the sky is oh. the limit. And it's the developers, how they develop for the actual VR unit. It's not has nothing to do with mobility. And you can make a game that's tailored to people with disabilities. You can. So, I mean, I don't, it's well, not. I mean, here's, here's, here's the problem I have with what you're saying. Now, I agree yeah. with you. His messaging 
was he would if he could take that back, he would take that back. Uh, he definitely was dismissive of uh, he sounded dismissive, and you don't want to you don't want to sound like that, especially yeah. when you're a tech exactly. company the way Xbox is. Um, but from from what Brennan pushed out there, I think when you're talking about a four percent margin. On on the most popular video game company, you know they, they have the most on the most popular console, right? On, uh, yeah, on the most console by far. That's that's kind of alarming. And then you think that if it's Xbox a, they did, just let me make a point. If okay. Xbox I, I think we can, it, if I, Xbox did get into VR, it probably wouldn't even hit four percent. So now yeah. you're talking about three percent of getting but, at, at this point. Talking about three percent market. I think we can agree that there's possibly no marketable way for Xbox to get into the VR. You guys are are missing the point. Mm -hmm. You guys are missing the the total point. So take a loss on options because no, you're you're missing the point in terms of if I'm if I'm uh, on the fence about being a VR owner, right? I'm gonna move to PlayStation and spend my money on PlayStation products as opposed to Xbox. And that four percent turns into five percent, turns into six percent. No, it, it's uh, right now. It's four percent. So, so you're telling me VR So you're telling me that VR owners don't buy other games on their platform. That's what you're telling me. As the hardware numbers keeps increasing, uh, the numbers, the percentage really won't change. Okay, but we, you're, again, you guys are missing the point. They're not. You're saying it's one, one of one of it's one of the reasons to buy uh, PlayStation. That might be true, but there's a lot right. of reasons to buy Xbox, like right. Game Pass, but, but like XCloud. I mean, what it's I'm is when you're spending money on VR, you're also spending money on PlayStation's exclusives. You're spending money on their platform. So if Xbox right. doesn't have that option. For people Let me to ask you a question. You're a business guy. If you're gonna get two point five percent of your of your base of, of, of your buyers, is it worth it to go into something? Two point five to three percent. Let's again, say that they're, that they're around that. Again, I'm gonna make the gluten-free reference. There's a reason why people carry gluten-free products inside a supermarket. Now I'm gonna have to well, interject. That's a bigger here, market guys. Though, man. What's because the return? It's not. Actually, it's not. Because it's a, I'll I'm kind there. of in the That's middle. Kind of like uh, the Xbox adaptive controller for gluten free. Well, yeah, well, that's that's something that's put in there. But what were you saying, Invader? I'm kind of in the middle on this one, guys. And again, I'm sorry to interject here, but because I do understand Phil's position, because right off the bat, this generation they got hammered for focusing on peripherals, the connect. So right. I can see why that they would want to concentrate their efforts on more traditional gaming experiences and focus on the studios, the game pass and just focusing on those traditional games. And it's, it is kind of funny that, you know, Sony's the one focusing on the peripheral now, the VR and place and Xbox is going the traditional route now, hopefully focusing on the more powerful console and having all kinds of games in their library. I and just hopefully I, I, make I can them understand great too. Hmm? Hopefully make them uh, really great as well. Yeah, yeah, one can hope, right? But just you know, more variety, just more games out there instead of like the usual bunch. But I just I can understand Phil's position because uh, at the same time, I mean, I have a like me personally, I have a feeling that the Scarlet 
I mean, it should be powerful enough, I would assume, to have some kind of VR add-on to it. I mean, maybe they're holding back, guys. Maybe they just don't want to say anything <laughs> yeah. right now and that will be their so. load in next if, if, if they were, If they were making a lot of money and VR was was selling and the, and the software was selling, you better you, – you, you, Xbox would probably be in there. But there's, I, a two, uh... there's a two-fold problem here. The, the first problem is, is that the market is very small. The second problem is is that Xbox, you know, from you of all people, Jeremy, have been criticized for making games, lack of games, um, and yeah. high quality games. That's the first thing that they got to work on yeah. and get fixed. I they, agree. They, you they, put they VR into that, then now you got to make VR games, and that's a big thing. They now. do need to make AAA games, and uh, so far there's not really a AAA title on VR. Well, there's not because there's not a market for. I mean, you'll lose your ass if you're making a AAA title for for VR. So you just will. I think yeah. Half Life. I think Half Life will be the only game that's that comes out that's actually going to be a AAA game. All right. Well, mm -hmm. Centurion has something to say. Just well, so I did, no, I, I was waiting. Um, <laughs> so no, it's coming. Coming. I know. Put it, you you want to keep talking about gluten-free products. There's more people asking for gluten-free products than there are PlayStation VR. Yeah, there is more people asking for Banjo-Kazooie and Fable 4 Ooh, than they're yeah, asking for VR. The downside <laughs> is I would really want to see the numbers on how much money Sony has really invested into their VR uh, their VR infrastructure, like how much money did it cost them to create that technology, put it out there? Um, because Microsoft's going to have to do the same thing. And if they're going to get less than, because right now PlayStation's sitting about 4.2% on how many people have adopted the technology. And if Microsoft's going to get less than that, you know, even from a business standpoint, I don't care how much money you got in the bank. Um, if it looks like something that's going to end up costing you money, it's kind of worth it to take a step back yeah. because obviously let's look at it as I like to think the consumer has a brain. Um, I hate the term of sheeple. You know, I hear a lot of my, a lot of people try to, you know, that whole idea of like, oh, the consumers are like sheep. Um, anybody who's into gaming knows that the most premium vr experience is associated with the pc and um headsets like the oculus and the htc playstation yeah. is actually considered one of the worst vr units because i have been inside one of those things and i'm going to tell you right now when you can see the lines of the grid of the lcd it looks like you're staring at a 720p image through a screen door I'm sorry, but to me, it that was one of the things that kind of lit right up on me was the image quality wasn't there. Um, and most of the games are tech demos. Like um, this holiday season, me and my wife stood in front of a PSVR. It was 200 bucks. I really, for the first time in this generation, contemplated buying a PSVR. And then I walked over and bought a hard drive for my Xbox. So <laughs> that's where it was just, I know... The funny part is the only games that were very appealing to me in that entire collection was it came with Skyrim and Resident Evil um, oh, as part of the collection. Yeah, and, I, but I already own them for my Xbox. So at that point, I'd just be like, you know what? I'm not going to mm -hmm. continue throwing money at games that I already own, even though it's an experience. I've yeah. experienced PSVR. 
me personally, with the knowledge that I have in my head, I would rather go out and buy a unit for my PC and play that exclusive Star Wars VR because I heard it's only on PC. I heard it's not available on PlayStation. It is. It's only it's exclusive to PC. Correct. Exactly. That is the one game that has made me really want to pick up a VR for my PC um, because I'm a big Star Wars nut and I obviously want to play that game. And that's where I look at it like no matter what, the consumer is going to know if they're informed that PSVR is actually not the uh, creme de la creme of VR. It's kind of like an entry-level VR for somebody that uh, just wants to have the experience. And even then, and define affordable because you're like, let's look at it this way. If you were to buy both these devices on a Black Friday (laughs) deal, PS4 plus the VR, you'd be $400 in. So most of the time people are complaining about having to pay three, four, five hundred dollars for a console, and you're gonna have to pay four hundred the like the cheapest entry level point for VR on a PlayStation is basically four hundred dollars. And that's and, nothing compared to PC when you're oh it's not yeah, because the new the new one coming out of Valve is like gonna yeah. be a thousand bucks. Oh the, my god. And the yeah. barrier <laughs> to entry the barrier to entry uh, for VR does not stop with cost. It 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 of it of course has to do with your physicality. Remember, uh, a lot of disabled people can't play VR, but also you need the space for it, uh, uh, and right. the um, and the exclusive content for it, of course. And and each game has their own different uh, mechanics uh, involved with. Uh, what you can do with and VR. Not, and you do, this isn't something you just pick up and play. Like I don't like I walk over to my TV, no. turn it on, turn on the Xbox and play. With a PSVR, you got to get the pass-through box out, you got to hook it up. You got to hook up all the uh peripherals to uh get the uh PSVR working whether you're going to play on a controller, the sticks, whatever. So there's actually some setup time involved and I've yeah. even heard people make jokes that by the time they get the thing hooked up, they don't want to play VR anymore. Right, the older unit doesn't pass HDR. Listen, I think it's just safe to say, and I think Jeremy brought it up. Phil chose his words poorly, and he, you know, you have to be a little bit, uh, you know, I think even he would a bit sensitive. Yeah, I think he should have been more sensitive to the situation and not dismissive, because you got to realize people look at Xbox and Microsoft as a, a, a huge tech company, and when. You know, you're being dismissive of a technology. That's not a good thing. And I think he he answered that uh, on a tweet. He had re- real realized he said that's fair feedback. And um, I, I, you know, for for him, I didn't think he just meant it that way. I just felt that that was uh, just just a poor choosing of word. Basically, I think that um, if if the tech gets to a point where it gets popular. When the game starts selling and it's uh, a little more fleshed out in, in certain ways and a little more simple um, for console, uh, yeah, I think that that uh, Xbox could possibly get into it. But um, I just well, think, like like you talk about it, you, if you're going after a two point five to three percent, and you got to research and R and D, and and uh, Xbox is not popular like like PlayStation is anymore. It's just it's. I can understand why they they have trepidation, and they also have other problems that they have to 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 uh, you know grapple. And and listen, I'm all for options. You know, a lot of people are like, well, Xbox is supposed to be about options. There's a point where that comes to. You know what I mean? You can't yeah. you can't you can't put yourself at a, at, at you know uh, you know a, a financial bind just to, to offer an option. Absolutely. Well, I, I do have something. 
Okay, go ahead, how Downer. Much, how much of a financial bind is it really? I'm not talking about a full-fledged VR unit uh, Microsoft makes, which they already have, you know, in the... Uh, well, know, I was, I was going to get into that. Hold on. Yeah, I'm just it, talking about, saying. you know, uh, you know, adding something in back of the Scarlet to where you can hook up a an Oculus or a HTC. You know, something in the lines of that. No, that that's wanna, what, no. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you finish first, Tim. No, I just think that that, that would require uh, Oculus to 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 do that. That to agree on that, and also that could be viewed as a half-assed attempt to do it. Maybe if they should do a third-party option, that that might be the best idea. Yeah. But again, it, it's, mm. it's. I would say the third-party option is best because it's all been proven that HTC and Oculus do it better. So why would Xbox want to invest all that time and money and research when they could get somebody? Because I haven't they cooperated with Oculus before? I believe <laughs> on, a, on a particular product. I, yeah, on a, yeah, know. on something they did. Yes, I forgot what it was. Uh, maybe mm -hmm. for some other venue. Uh, I just want to point something out. Uh, what Clarence Flynn said something on the chat. Uh, about uh, 10 minutes ago, compatibility with Samsung VR headset would be awesome for xCloud. Uh, oh, yeah. What I'm trying to figure out here is uh, I don't know if this is a possibility because right now I'm thinking uh, what is compatible. Uh, you can only play the PlayStation VR. Uh, uh, you can, yeah, only play PlayStation, the headset itself. Uh, the pro the uh, proprietary hardware only on PlayStation. You can't use HTC Vive or the Oculus Rift on PlayStation, right? No. No. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, that's kind of like, uh, kind of makes me wonder, does Xbox really do need to have a, pro a proprietary headset for it to work? Yeah, mm. that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, true. uh, because I know there has to be a solution, but I really don't know if it does work. Because uh, if if PlayStation has their own headset, uh, I really don't know if everything else will work on Xbox. Uh, so, because in you know the in the opening statement that you made, you you know you referred back to Phil's comments that he made regarding his 2006 E3 speech. So I me personally I believe that he said that knowing that they've already done research and development behind it because they don't Microsoft and Xbox they don't say things just to say things oh, you no. know what I mean there's planning I mean, into it. so I guarantee I, I, you that they've talked about and spoke about regarding development for mm -hmm. for VR I know I mean I've said this to people uh that he that they are that they were lying at that very day that when he said it, I don't think they were. I think they were serious. I think they just took a leg back, sit back, observed everything, and just thought that's not really the right direction. But uh, I mean, <clears throat> one idea I had was that you know, game streaming is big for Xbox right now, mm. and. Uh, it's not big. It's use... gonna be big. It's not big right now. Well, it'll be big. Yeah, that's what I mean to say. And all of the game footage goes to your phone, which 
you know, your phone is like the the VR heads the VR headset that you just already bought because it has all these motion uh, capabilities uh, for you know VR on YouTube or even pornography. So <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy likes that. Hey, that's the reason why I bought one. Come on, guys. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we know the stuff that you watch, yeah. Jeremy. I mean, uh, this this could work, but uh, I know I, there's something wrong about this. There's something about it. I'm just not thinking about it right now. Well, because I know that there's because there are. <laughs> I know PlayStation VR. <laughs> I know PlayStation VR has certain processes. I forgot what it was that makes it uh, you, a unique uh, device. Uh, I apart from uh, the Vive and the Oculus Rift. Hey, let's think. let's be real here for a second. That five percent of PlayStation owners bought that VR. Two percent of them bought it for porn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, just maybe. <laughs> uh, which is uh, that? Yeah, that's the best way to do it. But uh, yeah, um, <laughs> but you know, uh, man. Uh, but well, I we... just uh, don't know. Uh, th that would be the best way to do it. I don't know if it'll work. Yeah. Now, uh, and uh, you know, you can take that. Oh, hold on. Uh, you can uh, you can even take that into a place where there is space. Uh, you know, uh, have that little um, separate uh, contraption that you can just uh, put your phone in there, slide it, and then uh, the display is on yeah, there. Jeremy had it. Jeremy, yeah. Well, Jeremy I have one too. <laughs> yeah, I but, have uh, one too. I although I don't think my phone fits. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I don't know. It's funny when I bought my PlayStation VR. Uh, Rand Rand got his PlayStation, so I I gave him my account information and yeah. and uh, he has all my VR games tied to his his PlayStation uh, Pro now. So. Yeah, he threw up the first time he played it. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. <laughs> Clarence Flynn says, "I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> now guys um sony's uh shuhei yoshida had posted a comment following uh, phil's comments and he said and i quote we oftentimes work hard to make things that no customers are asking for them uh what do you make of his comments He's kind of throwing a little shade on xbox and phil oh there. yeah oh yeah <laughs> well i mean i i think that uh has he ha hold on has he made the xbox adaptive controller <sighs> no he has product nobody want no but but no. my point is is that he he definitely took a shot at phil and i think um you know, Phil has to realize that the, this is. Uh, I sometimes think Phil plays too nice with the competition. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he, that, that's just a wake up call because you know he, he's he he always spoke well of of Yoshida and you know, um, yeah. And and for him to take a little bit of a shot that that was that was a shot and uh, you know it it wasn't it wasn't really. Um, you know, Yoshida was a big backer of, of PlayStation VR. So, I mean, I can understand why people got upset. Like I said, it was poor choice of words. And, um, you know, it comes with the territory. But Phil has to realize that, you know, this is a, a, this is a business. And, and 
Sony really isn't, you know, we could say that we're all going to come together, but it's, it's a business at the end of the day. Oh, come on. I'd hate for him to be so mean to Shu. He's a nice guy. <laughs> I, I want blood. Uh, let well, them no, I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say, say Phil should say anything, but I do think mm. that I think I think that he took he was taken aback probably by that comment because that was definitely uh, uh, you know take off the gloves and and slap you in the face type comment. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't know that. I, I his comment, you know, burn me at the cross, whatever the hell you want to call it, but that almost came off as kind of ignorant to me because there's companies every day every day that make products that nobody wants and they go out of business. I'm sorry, but PSVR is the most, um, um, God, what's what I'm looking for? The, Sony used to be the benchmark. The most for, niche product. Sony used to be the, the benchmark for technology. Gimmick, perhaps? Sony used to be the benchmark for techno technology, um, for ingenuity, um, advancing technology, all sorts of stuff. I remember like when they created Blu-ray, the HDNA, you know, all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, uh, Sony decides to start. I don't know what they're doing, but here's the funny part. OLED was created by Sony. Now mm -hmm. OLED is completely taken over because LG perfected the technology and they are completely yeah. flooding the market with some of the best televisions known to mankind right now using technology that was originally proprietary to Sony. Yeah. So basically the PSVR is one of the technologies that they've come out with that they're still kind of throwing money at. But at the same time, you know, what company brags about making a product that nobody wants? Because that's the telltale sign of somebody that's like, we've put a lot of money into this. And at this point, we're so invested that we can't back out. So that, you know, it's just, I really don't know how to, ex I'm no, just in I, shock I that. I'm just in shock that mm -hmm. somebody would brag about making a product that nobody wants. Because again, at the end of the day, you want people's money. You don't want to put something on the shelves just for it to sit there. And I, yeah, it just no, completely blew my mind. That has nothing to do with, with the product itself. His, his statements were more of like, hey, you know, this is, the, this is the reason why people go to PlayStation and not Xbox. That's exactly what he meant by it. And, and I, I know, Go ahead. I'm just saying, we're talking about a company that I don't care. I still remember the back of the days of the PS3, go out and get a second job. They have an elitism mentality. They believe gaming needs to be exclusive and expensive, where Microsoft has been trying to kind of reverse that process of we want everybody to be included in our ecosystem, no matter the platform they choose, and we want it to be affordable. Like, look at it uh, this holiday season. Uh, Stubbsy over there in the UK picked up a uh, a PS. I'm not a PS. An Xbox One S um, Sat Digital Edition. For yeah, yeah, for 120. Yeah, for 129 pounds. That's actually oh, yeah. pretty damn decent. That's about 150 American, which what yeah. they were selling them for here. You know, that's a pretty low entry point for a console right there. And nobody's not talking about that. Microsoft has been trying to get people more invested in the ecosystem by making it more affordable and putting it on more platforms where Sony has been trying to put up wall after wall and they get criticized for it. And they'll sometimes drop a wall to let people in here with cross play now starting to become a thing. And they're starting to include some but service. Centurion, you're looking at a small percentage of people who, who listen to us and listen to, to, you know, the gaming industry in general. 
to an average customer, they don't hear all that background noise. So then when they go to the store and buy a PlayStation, they see one thing, and that's the games. And that message is lost in all the internet hoopla and Twitterverse and, you know, all that stuff. That goes away to the average consumer. Well, I mean, that's what I think Xbox is, is what, you know, he, he also alluded to being focused on is games. You right. know, in 2020, mm-hmm. in 2020, they might not be the biggest games, but they're going to be, they're going to be, you know, uh, you know, stacked. And then year and beyond that, you know, these studios are going to start to pump out big games, all types of games. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's something that they need to do, but if they, they put VR in this, in this puzzle, Forget about it. I think that would be a, a bad thing for the studio. How about I? I had told you earlier in the show. I'm a big Black Friday fanatic. I love yeah. keeping up with it. This Black Friday, I saw more stuff geared towards Call of Duty, Fortnite, um, other multiplayer games, and multi-platform yeah. games. Where That's the hell was Death Stranding? What? Where oh, was there? Where is like? It. I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, where is there? Their well, exclusive single-player game that is supposed to be God's gift see, to mankind right now. I didn't even see one advertisement for it. Kojima's game is tailored to a very specific and small market. It's not a game for the masses. I'm telling you right now. Well, I don't think no, it's a small market, but you're right. buying these consoles because they don't That's want fine. the exclusives. They're wanting to play these multiplayer games, and they just know PlayStation is the most popular console. Yes. That's it. They don't know. They don't walk in knowing that Horizon mm. Zero Dawn and God of War and all these other games are like. You no. know, basically the best exclusives on the market. Yeah. They know PlayStation makes good games, but they probably couldn't even tell you a Metacritic score if they wanted to, let Most alone have, some yeah. of the reviews. Most people now, we're, we're in the minority. We're, now, we're, there, you know. there is some truth to that, Centurion, because when you walk into the store and you see the real estate soaked up by Sony when you go into a Best Buy and, and they have a lot, they fight, they pay tooth and nail and they pay a lot of money for real estate inside these stores like GameStop oh, and Best dude, Buy. Dude, I, know, I oh, yeah. noticed it right now walking like, we'll use Kohl's, for example. Right. I, and if I want an Xbox t-shirt, I have to buy it exclusively through Microsoft. Yep. But you go into GameStop, Kohl's, freaking Walmart, Sony. you could buy Sony uh, merchandise anywhere all day long, swag, all this stuff. I mean, they are really everywhere. And that is something that Microsoft, I will agree, has really got very relaxed on. I'm hoping that this uh, coming generation, uh, the the Mm -hmm. Scarlet and the new consoles, they're going to change their tune because I already see kind of like hints and signs for it. Gears 5 got Dave Batista. We had the marketing rights for Jedi Fallen Order, which is pretty much the game of the year for anybody that has played it. And they don't care what Jeff Keighley and what he's got going on over there, excluding it out of it. Have you noticed how the the marketing, the TV marketing for Xbox has gotten a lot of you know basically sony-esque oh have you noticed that dude even though ghost recon breakpoint was not a great game right what did who who did microsoft help get to help advertise that game little wayne yep yeah he was in (laughs) that's what i mean all of a sudden we're seeing celebrities in xbox commercials i have Mm -hmm. seen more xbox marketing this year than i have in a long time so that's why i see something i see yeah i see something coming (laughs) They're basically waiting, biding their time. They probably have a huge war chest somewhere just waiting for next generation to come around. And at that point, they're just going to start 
flooding the market with everything. Like you want to hear something crazy for the first time ever, because I had to buy a Christmas tree for these things. My wife bought me Xbox Christmas tree ornaments. It completely blew my mind. I'm like, how the hell did you find these? <laughs> nice. So nice. I think what's going to happen when Scarlet comes out is, again, Phil's not playing all his cards at one time. He's playing it very slow, very methodical. And what's going to happen is, is he's going to come in at a lower price point, being the most powerful system on the market. And he's going to have the games to back it up with the infrastructure to prove mm -hmm. it. Yeah, so, it's like a slowly but surely thing, right? Because we've seen them do like little increments. You know, they had a yeah. game pass. They've done uh, certain systems. And we've been starting to see this uh, take place. Everything's kind of taking shape. They've been buying these studios. And like and, you said, you Invader, know, I really think he's taking it personal, too. I think nothing. Xbox is not his baby. It's not his baby. I mean, I'm sorry. Xbox One is not his baby. The Scarlet's going to be his baby. Mm -hmm. You know, when and, that comes out and that he's going to he's going to go all out, all hands on deck. And uh, very and recently, we know they've been doing this whole misinformation campaign. They've been oh, yeah. deliberately spreading yeah. false information to basically find out who's talking to who and also to throw Sony off their game. So what if uh, Phil Spencer is like, you know what, I'm going to go out and I'm going to say we're on, we're not doing VR. I want to test the waters. I want to see how many people are interested in it. And I want to just basically piss everybody off to get all this hype and just kind of see exactly who's interested and make them think we're not doing something. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's some truth to that too, because when the X came out, you know, they, they did a little, a few adjustments to make, to enhance the system uh, based off the, what the cards Sony was, was dealing at the time. I think, uh, he's being a little proactive and reactive at the same time on what Sony's doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And really, I just I want them to have a strong start going into next generation with the games and a strong focus on the, the key things that really makes a strong console, which is, yeah, the games. Maybe we will see some kind of iteration, some kind of... Uh, third-party support we'll just have to wait and see for vr for xbox right now these comments are just very interesting but i'm gonna move along here guys and we're gonna continue with our vr talk and hey do we have any half-life fans here we kind of mentioned it before and oh really all right perfect and a week or so ago a new half-life game was announced by valve called half-life alex and it's set between Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2, and it's a VR game. I'm a huge Half-Life fan. Well, Half-Life 2 anyways. I really enjoyed that game, and I've been waiting patiently for a sequel. Anyways, the game is compatible with Steam VR. Uh, it's compatible with the headsets like the Valve Index, HTC Vive, Windows Mixed Reality, and Oculus Rift. Now, since the announcement, Valve has been selling out of its VR headsets and accessory accessories in both the USA and Canada. So, guys, what do you think about this announcement? Because I'm sure most Half-Life fans would have preferred a traditional gaming experience. However, you know what? I will say that the game does look exciting. I've seen the trailer multiple times, and it does look good. And it seems like it's going to drive some hardware sales for Valve. Can I interrupt and just because you two came out and said you guys are Half Life fans, you and David, right? Me and Brennan. 
I mean, Brennan, I don't know where I got David. My bad. No, I've, been, <laughs> I've been saying the name David all day long making that article. I am so sorry. So Brennan David. Brennan. So, okay. Uh, um, anyways, how about this? Really, I want your first reaction when you heard it was going to, when you, I'm pretty sure they got everybody pumped up. Oh, they're making another Half Life game. Everybody got excited. And then, exactly mm -hmm. what was the first thought that ran through your head when you found out it was going to be VR based? Well, I'll take this first. And oh. look, I'll admit, I was definitely disappointed i'm sure a lot of that's the point yeah that, exactly i don't know why you're going to make an exclusive vr game because you're going to literally try to cater you're going to try to make money off an already niche market and now you want to go to the most nichest niche of that market mm -hmm. absolutely uh brennan you said you're a fan uh is this what was yeah. your reaction to mm -hmm. the announcement for uh half-life vr i don't know i think that just means uh i won't buy it maybe yeah no, most likely not that's what i mean to say because i don't have a vr headset i'm not planning on buying one uh unfortunately mm -hmm. so uh, i i don't think i have the space for it so uh i think that'll be the only half-life game i'll uh pass on mm -hmm. now it's interesting because we we don't really see too many <laughs> companies use their ip like their their big ip on the vr now it's just very interesting that valve would take half-life everybody's waiting for a sequel half-life 3 everybody's like oh it's coming it's coming valve's just kind of you know making money off of other things and all of a sudden bam just out of nowhere half-life alex for vr and it seems like it's really going to drive their VR. I mean, it is selling out. It's just a matter of you know how long can they keep that up. I, I like how they say it's selling out. We had five in the warehouse and we sold them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, I, I'm, I'm just wanting to point out that everybody loves Fable. And when Microsoft came out, we're like, we're making Fable Legends. It's going to be on Connect. moment they said that, a lot of interest was lost. Oh right, the Fable. I I played Fable that. Legends or whatever. Yeah, you played that, and I mean, you even said that it was going to be an awesome game, but obviously, Lionhead kind of messed up a lot of things, which really put a lot of nails in that coffin. But one of the biggest hurdles that they had to overcome is people really lost a lot of interest for that game because it was going to be mm -hmm. really made to push the connect, and there wasn't yeah, really that many connects out there. And that's why they started putting them in the box. And that's when they found out people didn't want to buy a device like so, that. And it just went downhill. Fable the it's Journey. A, that was actually Fable Journey. Yeah, sorry. Fable Journey. Mm -hmm. That then one game itself, that got failed. <laughs> so that in itself is a, a bad example. You're talking about apples and oranges. And there, there's going to be people who will go out and buy a VR headset just for Half-Life. And spend a lot of money doing so in the process. So you know a couple things that are going to be 100% sure. You know that game is going to be amazing, and it's going to be probably the best experience uh, you know, gaming has to offer. I really, I really believe that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. You know those, that trailer looks amazing. I think the experience is going to be amazing. Anthem yeah, trailer looked amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, like, well, I'm just saying they, they've got a lot <laughs> riding on this because this could really make or break the Half-Life franchise. No, no, I don't think they're investing no, that much money into it. Um, you know, it's not going to be like the it's not going to be like the Half-Life that came out, uh, you know, a few years ago. It's not going to be a, a project like that. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a shorter version, a smaller version of Half-Life. 
uh, tailored to VR, a VR experience. That uh, they was, said that they wanted it to come out to like a 16, 20 hour experience. If I remember some of the articles, right. They wanted it to be a full blown full length game. Oh, wow. That's Something like I, that. Yeah. Whether I, mean, I believe that, that or not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was like with rise. They were doing the same shit with rise. Remember that? Oh, yeah. that was I remember that, that game all. Yep. It, yeah, that's true. It was supposed to be a fully tailored connect game. And then, uh, they're like, well, apparently, <laughs> apparently Crytek want to, you know, would talk to them like, Hey, you know, we, we, we have this idea for a more adventure based game and, you know, they toned it down just for the connect elements. Actually that kind of worked out for them in the end, considering the backlash. So could have been a lot worse. Yeah. But uh, now this is only stated to come out for like PC and uh, like a lot of different third party. But do you guys think that there's a possibility we could see this on console? Because as we we're just saying, we we're talking about the PSVR. Is there a possibility we could see it on I, the PSVR? I guarantee you Sony is knocking on, on their door right now trying to get a version of the of, of VR on, on their system. Of mm -hmm. I guarantee it. Well, and, if, and if Sony lands that, eh, that'll be huge. Now, well, do you think it's going to be a VR timed exclusive? Sorry to interrupt, Tim. Dog. No, no, go ahead. I'm just wanting to ask. I'm wanting to know how long they're going to hold out making that little bit of money before they're like they're going to port it over and make it a full blown console game. I think that might be uh, an issue with uh, Half Life, Alex. Uh, usually, you know, if you if you look at certain games this way, if a game can just work without VR, uh, then uh, there may not have been any point to it. Uh, I mean, if they are going to make a Half-Life 3 and there's no VR with it, then uh, the only purpose VR has served with is uh, only with Alex. Just like mm -hmm. with Fable mm -hmm. Legends and the Kinect, uh, they were going, they were just going to go back to making a traditional game until it got canceled of course. And then uh, it was just going to be back to a controller and uh, mouse and keyboard. The traditional way to play games. Yeah, right. It's just it's interesting because Valve and Sony, they do kind of have a relationship going back to like the PS3 days. They had some stuff going on with like Portal 2 and some relationship there and some Steam integration. So I, I'd be curious to see, you know, I could totally see Sony, as Jeremy was saying, knocking on uh, Valve's door and being like, hey, you know, we, we have this. Uh, I promise you it's happening right now. I promise you. Yeah, I mean that you know there's there's uh something right there, you know, they're the only console maker to have a proper VR headset regardless of quality. They're the only ones that have that right now. So, I mean, there if you have something as big as a Half-Life brand, I I think you would see some people drive towards that for that experience. Just just to have that Half-Life experience because people have been waiting for that. And again, that brings me to my point. If I'm going, if I see two stores and one store is claiming gluten free products and the other one's not. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that comparison works anymore. No, it, it does. It does work because let me tell you why. 
People yeah. will go buy a PlayStation just to have Half-Life on their system, and they'll move over to PlayStation because of it. I guarantee. All right, well, let's let, let's let's get to step one and have and have Half-Life on the system before no, we even. Say I'm that, not actually. gonna abandon my library of a couple the hundred. Gluten-free is the Xbox adaptive controller. The controller is basically uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the, All right, uh, next topic. Next topic, baby. Gluten, gluten bread and the uh, VR is basically the bouquet. No, right. uh, VR is basically a piece of garbage. Let's go on. <laughs> All I right, mean, guys. Here we I, I guess we've uh, been VR. I don't now. mean bouquet. That's a that's a bundle of flowers. <laughs> Baquet. Well, that's the, the hard uh, bread. Well, the, <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy likes the bouquet. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, he'll have a bunch of VR adoring fans waiting for him, showering him with flowers at the end of the show. Yes. But we will move on to our next topic. That is not VR related. I promise, guys in the chat. And by the way, guys in the chat, who do we got here? We got Clarence Finn, other Zinc Super Sonic Station. Thank you very much for joining us. Shizno Elite. How are you doing, buddy? Da Geeky nerd matt jones hey i hope you're uh, feeling better there bud i know you uh, were getting your teeth pulled out there uh who do we got uh lofty 83 nine lies thank you very much for joining us guys it's been a fantastic show so far and moving along here and there's been an interesting rumor going around about rockstar games next title and popular thought was that they were working on GTA 6 or maybe Bully 2, but perhaps that's not the case. Somebody had spotted on a Rockstar India LinkedIn profile that a responsibility for creating modular environments uh, with organic finish carefully following medieval architectural style. Now, there's also been little tidbits here and there dropping about this game being open world, having sword fighting and dueling mechanics. And supposedly this game isn't far off from being announced. So what do you guys think about this? Do you think Rockstar would tackle a medieval <laughs> setting or do you think it's more likely we'll see a GTA 6 or a Bully 2? If this, I, listen, uh, I'm just gonna go. The, I heard the rumors are strong, but if they're not making a GTA Six, <laughs> they're the most moronic company ever. They <laughs> they would they have probably the most anticipated game of a generation, easily. Yeah. So I don't know why they would make some medieval game. Uh, I know that some insiders or want to be insiders on on certain forums are saying that they've heard that it's real. Uh, if it's real, that's fine, but they better be having a, a, a GTA 6 in development because it just doesn't make any sense. GTA 5 and online through this generation and last generation sold over 100 million units. If they do not make a sequel, <laughs> it just, just doesn't make sense. But I, what, I'm with, what, if, what if people aren't like um, accepting of GTA 6? Like, I understand it's like one of the most sought after games, but oh, it's what it like. It's just one of those things where people just all of a sudden be like, I want to go back to Grand Theft Auto 5. I mean, that game is a straight cash cow. Uh, I it's it's just one of those things. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I know they make a lot of money off that, and they were hoping to kind of capture lightning in a bottle once again with Red Dead Redemption 2. And then all of a sudden, Red Dead Redemption 2 actually didn't take off the way they thought it would. Um, so definitely, I, I don't know. I'd be on if I was at Rockstar, it'd be one of those things of do we really want to 
mess with something that we know is working right now. So you're you're referring to the cash cow that's GTA Online, correct? Yes. Yeah. So uh, take two and uh, take two caters to their shareholders, and they're gonna do what their shareholders tell them. And I guarantee you, they're working on on GTA Six right now. I guarantee it. And you know, it's it's one of those things to where they can give you GTA Six with with a different storyline, different characters, and add that. GTA Online with different features, and they make another cash cow. They make so much money, so billions and billions and billions of dollars off fucking GTA Online. There's people that spend, <laughs> you know, six figures. No, not six figures. I'm just joking. But a lot of money uh, just on, exclusively on GTA Online. So I, 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 can you see it breaking off as like, we'll just say Grand Theft Auto Online becoming an MMO? And then GTA no. 6 being its own standalone thing. No, no, they're going to incorporate both of them. Mm -hmm. I think so. Well, besides Red Dead Redemption 2, which came out last year, we've only had a re-release of GTA 5 early on this gen. And uh, I think the timing is right for a new ITP. I mean, maybe it's not so a year, you know, clo and closing on a little bit now. Maybe the time is right for them to announce something. <laughs> They you know, once, like once, yeah, I'm sorry. Once in a while, they do, uh, you know, these off pro projects. I'm talking about Rockstar. Uh, you'll you'll see a, you know, the the table tennis game they made on Xbox back in the day, you know, which was fairly good, but you know, obviously it was it was a one off. Um, you see them make these types of games, so it's there's a possibility that they could be working on that medieval title, which could be a Witcher three killer, you know, in the works. Who knows? But uh, we'll see. Just a rumor right now. Strong rumor, said Tim said. I mean, Absolutely. Go ahead, since, Brennan. Yeah, ever since uh, GTA Five came out back in uh, 2013, uh, they hadn't made a, another original game until Red Dead Redemption 2 in 2018. It's like they had huge droughts in between of making games. And it's like, I'm amazed that Rockstar, it might be, I don't know, one of the few companies that have released only one game this entire generation. Well, well to, to be to fair, be honest, though, they did release yeah. a huge game. Yeah. <laughs> That's all oh, they yeah, need. Definitely. Uh, and they're, I really need they're to. They're sitting back maintaining their servers, Brandon, collecting fucking money. Mm -hmm. Why would they want to stop now? You know, and <laughs> it just makes too much sense for them just to make a GTA six and, you know, and then have the online, the same thing, just uh, uh, an upgraded online. It, uh, it's it might just, make sense to just release new games. I don't know. I don't, I don't uh, listen. You're talking about a hundred, you're talking about the most, the most, the most sought after uh franchise ever a hundred million yeah. sold in the states uh, in the states yes it's no it's out. just it's a hundred million units sold yeah it's, it's still selling so i mean if you can come out with a next generation gta 6 not fuck screw the money screw anything just as a gamer that's what you want i mean imagine yeah. having a, a a next generation Agreed. gta gta is still to this day one of the best games going mm -hmm. yeah now, i gotta ask in the chat 
Guys, do you like medieval games? Because I happen to love them personally. I don't know about the panel here, but games like, I'll just give an example, Kingdom Come Deliverance. I think it's awesome. I like the more the realism and in the story drivenness it had like really nice combat very unique game i really appreciate that with the historical aspect games like assassin's creed have also uh, tackled in different areas and i just think it would be nice to see you know exploring more of a a medieval world i mean if there's any setting i could see the rockstar tackling i think they could totally do a medieval game you know have these oh, yeah, they, they definitely have to do it Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, they could create these open worlds with these towns and fortifications, do nights jousting, like even just talking about it. I'm getting really excited even at the prospect of it and just the things that they could possibly do to me is just I, I don't know i think it'd be a worthwhile idea but i totally i understand what you guys are saying because why wouldn't they want to make the next cash cow right with gta 6 right right yep but that's just me. Uh, let me, everybody, let me know in the chat how you feel about this. Because, hey, you know what? I wouldn't mind something new from Rockstar. I, I'll admit, I'm still working my way through Red Dead Redemption 2. But, you know, it's a lot yeah, of game. <laughs> um, you know, we're going to move on now, guys. And so, obviously, it's the end of Thanksgiving. And this weekend, we've had all kinds of sales across the board. And whether it be Black Friday, weekend sales, or... Hey, Cyber Monday, right? Has anybody here made any Black Friday purchases or planning to still nab any sales? I got uh, Sekiro, um, Borderlands 3, and Ace Combat 7 personally for the uh, Xbox uh, from the store. And then I went to Black Friday. I went to some Maniac Best Buy store. Uh, I immediately, I immediately sent my nephew to sit on the the line that was across the whole entire store, uh, and I bought uh, the Galaxy earbuds. I brought my uh, one of my best friends, uh, $149 uh, Sony headset wireless, and nice. I bought my nephew uh, um, NBA 2020 for uh, 2K 2020 for Xbox. Nice. Tim, you're going to love Ace Combat. It is a fantastic game. Like It's so much fun. Yeah, I can't wait to do it. I mean, I have it on xCloud, but I wanted to try it on the, on the, on the OLEDs. I just, Invader, I spent a ridiculous amount of money on Black Friday games, digital content. Oh, huh. now yeah, I bought, please do tell. Oh what what did God. you nab? I got Call of Duty. I got Phoenix Wright. I got the Lego game, the villains. I got Hitman 2. Oh, my God. Uh, what else? I got, um, sheesh. Let me see here. Spyro, uh, Southern Strike, Atlas, Streets of Road, Fate to Silence. So, <laughs> just a ridiculous amount wow. of Wow. A Metal Wolf Chaos XD. I got Ghostbusters Remastered, Ooh. Borderlands Control, Code Vein Rad, which is excellent, and a few movies. And a partridge in a pear tree. Well, <clears throat> since we're over here bragging, um, <laughs> let me see. In the month of November, because Black Friday actually is now spread out, I've gotten yes. Mortal Kombat X, the premium edition, and then I also nice. bought a buddy of mine just the regular standard version for his birthday. 
I've gotten, oh my God. So physically, I got Mario Party, Medieval for the PS4, because I'm always a platformer fan. I got um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Ma- uh, Madam Adan, or whatever that one game is. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And then digitally. <laughs> that is a good game. Yeah. Digitally, I'm trying to think of everything I got digitally. Um, Oh yeah, I bought Assassin's Creed Rogue remastered so that because I've played them all except for that one and three, so I got to finish right. those two. Um, let me see. I also bought. God, I have too many damn games. My backlog is massive. Um, I also got uh, Hitman, uh, the Gold Edition. I got Just Cause Four, the Complete Edition. I know it's a Game Pass game, but I wanted all the. Hey, DLC. that was cheap. It's like, that was a nice price. Yeah. Um, I also picked up Battlefield 4. That was one game I missed. And for $10, I was like, what the hell? Why not? That's yeah. when I get a lot of older games, too. So, no, I bought a grip of games. And then I'm also a, a physical media whore when it comes to DVD, uh, not DVDs, Blu-rays and HD, nice. uh, 4K Blu-rays. How many so, do you have? Oh, God. Probably. The, UHD, the UHD ones. Curious. I definitely have over a uh, UHD ones is definitely in the hundreds. Like right nice. now, I'm probably sitting on six, seven hundred actual physical discs. That's awesome. Nice, so, yeah. nice. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why I prefer. You know, I don't care what anybody says. When you try to stream 4K, and then all of a sudden somebody down the road decides to do something that messes with your internet signal. Yeah, I prefer to watch my movies straight from the source. Yeah, I hear you. It feels like you have something too. Oh yeah, thin air. <laughs> well, yeah, and also you know, I like I want I went one time where my internet went down for three months because of uh, the streets department out here hitting a cable line, <clears throat> so I lost my internet for three months. Could you imagine if everything Ooh. if my entire library was digital? I would have flipped out. Ooh. Ouch! I really feel you back there. Up on your 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 phone now, the hotspot. <laughs> because I am uh, American. In the UK, I do have an American bank account, uh, but the 4K Blu-ray discs are more expensive than buying them off of the Microsoft Store, which is the only store that's working uh, to stream 4K movies out here because Vudu doesn't work out here. Mm. Uh, Amazon is uh, region locked. I tried using VPN on a lot of other services and they know you're using a uh, proxy uh, server and now, they just lock you out. Sorry to interrupt you, but what are you using to watch voodoo? Because I'm not, I'm not watching voodoo. Oh, okay. No, but, you know, for example, just it's whether or not a company wants to update the fucking app for it to work. You know, it's just one <laughs> of those things. Where... <laughs> well, no, I mean, so I can easily, purchase 4k movies that are just $20 a piece or $25, you know, for a, like a new Disney Marvel star Wars movie, uh, compared to, um, 30 to 40 bucks, uh, a physical 4k discs in the, in my, uh, in my store, uh, in the, uh, store that I go to, uh, <laughs> And uh, somehow I can be able to stream 4K movies to where I live on my Xbox. I never pay full price for a 4K movie. Hell no. My cutoff limit is 20 bucks, and that's like buying like 
you know, Avengers. But the funny part is on Black Friday, I got Avengers Endgame on 4K for $8. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, so that, that's what I mean. I, 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 I really do my math on where I'm going to spend my money. And definitely, I, I, that's, I do... The funny part is I I buy barely any movies throughout the year because I hate the prices of them. Most of the time, if I want to see it, I'll get it then. Otherwise, I'm waiting until about this time of year when everything's cheaper. Absolutely. Now, I got uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare on Amazon. I got for about like 20, 25 bucks off. So, yeah, definitely... uh, you know, a nice little sale there. I've been wanting to get Call of Duty for a while now. Get back into it. I haven't played a call a Call of Duty since Ghosts, actually. So been a while, and I gotta say, I've been playing it well the past couple of days, and I've been enjoying the heck out of it. Uh, Jeremy, did you say you picked up Modern Warfare? I did. Yeah, good nice. game. Campaign's nice. Yeah, I still want to try it out. I've been. Yeah. I also picked up World War Two. Because I, I wanted to play it for the campaign. Yeah, I saw you playing that. It looks pretty uh, cool I'm, as well. I'm actually digging the campaign. I yeah, it, the, I knew I would eventually buy it um, just to play the campaign <laughs> just because I'm a World War II fan. Uh, but no, I bought also Modern Warfare because I want to play the campaign. But I also want to play online with you guys. Yeah, let's do Let's Let's do it. When you mm-hmm. want to play tonight? I, yeah. I haven't even downloaded it to my hard drive yet. Oh, come on. It's a lot, actually. It's like it's 150 the, gigs. <laughs> it's still in the plastic right here I, on the table. I Dude, the, the, X, the Xbox One X version is 133 gigs. Yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's massive. Dude, and remember you. when Quantum Break did that and the whole world flipped out? Well, that was tied to the video content. <laughs> the yeah. video content alone was like 75 gigs. Okay, well, uh, Elder Scrolls Online is also <laughs> up there for that kind of like gigabyte space. And that's a massive living, breathing world. Yeah. Gears 4 is 116 gigabytes, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, hey, we're dealing with massive uh, game sizes now. Just imagine going into next gen, right? Hence why I bought a bigger hard drive. <laughs> oh, now, just so you know, I haven't I haven't bought anything on Black Friday. I don't usually go Black Friday shopping. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking about buying Ace Combat 7. That's actually a good game. It's a very good game. I highly okay. suggest it. Like it's you know, there's not, not too many like fighter combat games out there, and it is really good. I mean I mean, I just bought the Elite 2, so I'm just happy Damn. right now. I, I held an Elite 2. I thought about it. Go get it. Go get well, it. there you go. There's nothing wrong with my Elite 1. Get you know, it. There's nothing wrong with your Elite 1. Well, before the, Elite two, before the Elite 2 came out, my Elite 1 broke after four years of use. So I So it was time for me to upgrade. See and that upgrade felt yeah, that upgrade uh, felt really good. Yeah, I well, I found it sitting on a shelf at a Best Buy, just sitting there. I was kind of shocked it didn't even have one of the little security devices on it to make sure somebody couldn't open the box. I was kind of shocked. <laughs> I walked around the store with it for a minute or so, debating, but then I was like, no, I was like, no. Back pocket. Oh yeah, I'm gonna fit that in my. <laughs> yeah, maybe back in the high school years when I wear Jankos, I could have probably fit that in my pocket. Janky Jank. I got I got around to using the paddles in the back of the 
Elite controller, and they feel better on the Elite too. You know, yeah, the they are. Elite they were engineered. We had uh, David Preen, and he was talking about how they were different and they were laid out. <laughs> no, so the Elite one was the Elite ones were a bit loose, uh, but uh, the Elite two feel a bit firmer because I rem- I know that I place my Elite con- uh, my original Elite controller on the couch and I've set my paddles to the a button and it just kind of, well, assigned to both a and B, right? So like if you pause the game and you put their mm-hmm. controller down, it unpauses the game. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, I heard you could use the, but I've, yeah, but uh, when I got the, elite it on your face. what's up? You could throw the elite two on your face and it's VR. <laughs> 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 and not to mention all the button uh, customizations. Right. Uh, yeah. I and mean, personally, shift, personally sh- I like the, the rumble feature next to my balls, but that's another story. Wow. <laughs> I, love, I love the shift key on the V2, though. You put, you hold a butt, you hold a paddle. Well, I've set the shift key on a paddle. You just hold it, and then whether you... Uh, I see no real stuff, Pony for Auction. Uh, nothing. Uh, Supersonic Station dis- <laughs> uh, distracted me a little bit. Um, he does that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, you can set... Um, it's like the shift key on your keyboard, right? Uh, if you don't have the, sh- the shift key on and you press S, you got lowercase s, right? And you pr- hold shift, you got capital S. You can set your buttons. You, you to just blew different... my fucking mind right now. I never knew that. Yeah, you can set your buttons now <laughs> to different buttons with the shift key now with the V2. Wow. <laughs> now, guys, I'm going to move it along now. We're getting towards yeah. the end of the show. And it's time for a really fun topic cancel games that we would love to see come back, brought back to life. Because sometimes there are games that get announced. It catches your eye, and then for various circumstances and reasons, they don't see the light of day. Maybe a developer closes, projects get put aside for others, or just a lack of general interest in the IP. So, guys, what canceled games would you like to see make a comeback? Scalebound! (laughs) Oh, my God. I knew it. Yeah, I want Scalebound (laughs) in VR. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've always you know wanted what? that. It's been something I dreamed of. And when Phil took it away from me, I cried. Yep. You know what? Screw this VR thing. I just want a hollow lens. I want my oh, whole can, coffee room table to be an experience. Have to be a we can probably pull up some old video of them trashing Scalebound before it got canceled. Okay, so this is my, my take on it. I would want to see Kojima's Silent Hills come oh, back. That's a good one, yeah. So yeah, my God, this well, the probably one that was canceled, right? That yeah. demo was the scariest yeah. demo game I've ever played in my life, bar none. It was scarier than any movie I've ever I've ever seen. And it was an amazing experience. Can you imagine that in HR? Me, yeah, I, I, I agree. That's, that's a great that's a great choice. Yeah. Yeah, I really want. I for me, it's the Star Wars thirteen thirteen game that was. Oh yeah, it's a good choice. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that game. Oh, yeah, people still go back to that, and that was a single player game, you know. And then 
EA was talking about not wanting to do single player games and oh look you know respawn comes and they make a really awesome highly rated single player game Star Wars game so took them long enough to realize right uh, um, what about the uh, the old there was a rumor that the Xbox uh, Xbox game was coming out the legacy of Kane dead son you remember that I remember that series. Uh, I'm sorry. Super Sonic Station says HoloLens isn't for gaming and it's 2000 bucks. You goddamn right it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Super Sonic. If you have watched Iron Lord's podcast, <laughs> it's like, you oh, know, no. HoloLens is already out there. King David was all like, you can just go buy the HoloLens right now. It's already out there. And Fourth grand, you can get the hollow lens and just go right right along with it. All right, Brandon, I'm I'm right gonna now. Brandon, I'm gonna use that shift function to, to mute you now. I'm on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what, guys, when it comes to games that I would love to see brought back, do you remember Prey 2? There was uh, a cinematic oh. release back in like 2011. And it was a sequel to, well, the 2006 Prey. I remember this. And it was, like, in some kind of, like, developer turmoil. Like, it was originally set in a city, kind of, like, reminiscent of, like, Red Dead in a lot of ways. Where you have to, like, uh, you know, there's bounties on certain alien targets and you have to capture them. And it just, it looked really fun. And it looked like something I'd really enjoy. It has a bit of, like, an alien noir setting they were going for that looked pretty I'm, cool. And I'm I was sorry. upset. What game was that? Prey 2. Oh, GTA yeah, 6. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Prey 2. Uh, not the Prey that came out a couple of years ago. This is this was drastically, diff drastically different. And I just, I don't know, it really caught my eye. And I was upset when it got canned. It was being made by Human Head. Now I believe they're uh, defunct and got formed into a different studio altogether. But Prey 2 looked like fun, and uh, I was kind of sad to see it go away because I was really excited for it. Centurion, is there any games, uh, canceled games, you would like to see brought back to life? Uh, being canceled, um, the funny part is, um, the only ones that really come to mind would be Fable or um, like Scalebound, that was jokingly said earlier. <laughs> but does it really have to be a game that's canceled? What if we're talking about like an actual canceled studio that got shut down? Sure. Like Bioshock? Ver I want to say Visceral Games, Dead Space. Oh, yeah. No, so that's, that's, uh, you're not strings right there, buddy. Irrational yeah. games. Irrational yeah. games did. <laughs> you know, if we're talking about VR, could you imagine a Dead Space game done in VR? Those corridors, oh, just like that claustrophobia and stuff. That yeah. would be insane. That would be insane. Yeah, it would be. Nobody would buy it. <laughs> you know what? If they were to come out with a legit, full-blown Dead Space game on VR, I think about that time they'd probably maybe have me hook, line, and sinker outside of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. But that's you what know, I mean. It, it needs to be something big that, I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird, but that would be what it would take to hook me in. You know what was a great, underrated, scary game that few people beat and played? Alien Isolation. That game was fantastic. I beat it. Oh, what'd you think about it? It is fantastic. I loved it. I, I thought oh, it was a different God. take. Like, you know, it was actually hunting you the way that yeah. it was set up. Did I ever, was it here that I told you guys how the AI worked for that, that 
alien in the game? No. no. Something about two AIs, right? Yeah. The, the, the alien is powered by two artificial intelligences. It's the head and the body. The body always knows where you're at, but the head only has hints to where you're at. And, but that's where it has to see, but basically the head is the determining thing that has to find you. But that's why it always felt like it was always right behind you and always knew where you were at was because the body would take it to the general area, but the head would have to finish Uh, it up. That was the most, probably the most terrifying game I've played to date where there was, I mean, literally, if you had your, your speakers up, it scared the shit out of you. Oh, there's a good game in the chat too. Fear. That was fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was great. Fears great cool on the chat on that one. That one, yeah, with that sick girl. Cool oh, girl. Dude. Alma. <laughs> sick girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there's a there's all kinds of here. Was it was it uh tech id? Was it id? Who made who made fear? Uh, fear was oh you know monolith oh God, yeah monolith no, Mon- it's yeah monolith. monolith it's monolith they made they made the condemned series too that was a uh, mm-hmm. that 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 game I wish that game would make a, a you know a certain comeback. games for me games to make a comeback of Bioshock uh, Half Life obviously yeah. um, and mm-hmm. uh, Fear would be also a really good game be a good Xbox exclusive. They could get something behind that. Absolutely. Speaking of Xbox exclusives, I do have a canceled game. <clears throat> yeah, this was an exclusive announced back in 2005, made by Mistwalker. Uh, it's Cryon. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard of it, yeah. Yeah, that was a Japanese uh, JRPG being made by Final Fantasy creator Hironobu Sakaguchi. And so that went, times fast. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was interested in that because uh, I do like uh, the I do like uh, fantasy romanticism a lot. What you the hell is that? Oh, it's it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like <clears throat> how would you say you know goth right? Goth, like like That's you ca- just goth. Like. Yeah, it's like a subset of the art stuff, the the uh, artistic sensation of romanticism. It doesn't necessarily mean like a love scene. It's just the aesthetic style. Oh, yeah, Jeremy, that I'm talking about. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like uh, like uh, a, a a Studio Ghibli movie, like a know? porn, like a porno. <laughs> <laughs> dude this is the is this so podcast is, this is the, i can't even probably count how many times the word porn has been said on this podcast yeah jeremy porn. would be into it megatron <laughs> southbound you name it yeah most widely used activity for vr yep definitely I don't know, apparently people are using their christmas trees this generation for some jokes on that one have you guys seen that stuff going around on the internet oh yeah. i see what you mean. I mean, oh yeah <clears throat> People basically taking photos with their Christmas trees with some kind of porn in the background, or is it, yeah, like I mean, and, then, and it's very off-putting because like I gotta salt, check it out, dude, salt, dude. Salty put one out where he said I just I, I don't know if it was his. But he put one out. I don't think it was his exact Christmas tree because I've seen the same photo on Facebook. But it said finally got my Christmas tree up. What do you guys think? And like the tree looked awesome, 
But in the background on this <laughs> random table with this random television on it, I mean, it's so random. You got like some topless chick with her back to you, so you don't see nothing from the front. But she's sitting on the Grinch's lap. And this is just on the TV screen. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> All right, guys. Well, on that note, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, fucking God. <laughs> really fantastic show tonight. Uh, definitely. I'm not making uh, you comfortable, am I, Jeremy? You make me real comfortable, baby. In fact, if you were here right now, I'd give you a back massage. Oh. I told you something was going down in Montana. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's near the mountains. Come out to Montana. <laughs> uh, all right. We definitely had, you know, a nice back and forths and very lively discussion with the whole VR and whatnot. And a big thanks to all the wonderful people in the chat for joining us tonight and tuning in live. Clarence Flynn, Supersonic Station. Who else do we got here? Uh, Shizno Elite, Nine Lives, Michael Monkey Punch. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. You were all great. And if you happen to enjoy us rambling about video games, then share this sucker out and leave a comment afterwards. Also, don't forget to check us out on various podcasting apps. The links are down below. Brennan, uh, thanks for joining us tonight. It was uh, nice having you on. We hope to uh, see you uh, at further shows in the chat. I hope you uh, enjoyed being here. Where can listeners follow you on? It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, great first time. I really enjoyed it. All right. Perfect. Is there anywhere uh, people can follow you? Oh, Pat, uh, my Twitter handle is at Packy Brennan. Uh, so at P, capital P A C K Y, capital B R E N N A N. Perfect. Thanks for uh, joining us tonight, my friend. Uh, now on to the panel members outro. Centurion, where can everyone follow the Arizona Bad Santa? Oh, God, here we go. I know, no. Uh, but you guys can all find me on Twitter, YouTube, and Xbox Live at Centurion1307. I'm always kicking it here with you guys on this fine podcast on Sundays. I'm also on Saltiest Gaming Podcast with Saltiest Gamer on Thursdays, the Shop Podcast hosted by PTK Blam on Saturdays, and I'm also starting to create content both for BG4G Hub and the IronLordsGaming.net, or LordsOfGaming.net. There we go. Good stuff. I'm all over the place. Yeah. Like me. <laughs> You're omnipresent. Definitely, definitely. Now, uh, Jeremy, where can everyone find the downer? What uh, so social media? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at LoneMasterWho07. And remember, boys and girls, VR is isolating. <laughs> it's not communal. <laughs> but Jeremy, what about your porn? Come on, man. <laughs> uh Tim, Tim, uh, good stuff. Putting up the uh, gloves for Xbox tonight. Where can everyone follow you? <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter, xCloud Tim Dog, um, and uh, I'm on uh, this podcast every Sunday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, and also on RDX, 8 p.m. Tuesday night. Eastern Standard Time, so you can shoot me over there, uh, listen to me over there, um, and uh, 
Yeah, shoot me in the head over there. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, that's that's pretty much it. And uh, Jeremy uh, smells. <laughs> I love, uh, you, well, love you, brother. Good night. No arguments there. And of course, guys, I'm Invader. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Invader at score 1986 and my YouTube channel, Invader Gaming. Again, thanks, guys. It's been a great show. We hope to see you next weekend. Uh, we hope for another lively chat. Take it easy, guys, and have a good night.